0: Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger. There's more to each of those verses, but that's where my mind's been camping out since finishing Ephesians. I've been meditating on the basic practicality of it all. Sort of the simplest form of what it actually looks like in real life and I've learned that theology is usually the easier part life application is the challenge and I'm reminded of the other centered focus from some of Paul's other letters I mean it's here too of course in the most intimate vulnerable and hyper-focused application Husbands Love our wives wholeheartedly and sacrificially, without reservation and without offense. That call is the call of Jesus. That walk, that way is the way of Jesus. To be honest, it doesn't feel like some intense revelation, it's more of a much needed and continual reminder, I guess. Love God, love others. To love God is to love others. We love God by loving others. And the greatest version of that, as a man, as a husband, is by truly loving my other. My other. And don't provoke our children to anger. Some words that are coming to mind gentle. Relational, restorative, reconciling, gracious. These are all things that I'm not naturally good at. What I'm reminded of is that God is first a father, not an angry one, but a compassionate one, open, inviting, and pursuing with an everlasting love. And I've been given the honor of participating in that as a dad. Help me, Holy Spirit. Okay, we're starting Philippians today. I'm Eric, and this is Beautiful Bible Podcast. My reading journey through the beautiful and inspired story about Jesus, who we are, and how God loves us with an everlasting love. Thanks for joining. Let's go. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are at Philippi, with the overseers and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making my prayer with joy For God is my witness, how I yearn for you all with the affection of Christ Jesus. And it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve what is excellent, and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ, Only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, and in that, I rejoice. Yes, and I will rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, this will turn out for my deliverance, as it is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be at all ashamed, but that with full courage but to remain in the flesh is more necessary on your account. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with you all for your progress and joy in the faith, so that in me you may have ample cause to glory in Christ Jesus because of my coming to you again. Only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ For it has been granted to you that for the sake of Christ you should not only believe in Him, but also suffer for His sake. Engaged in the same conflict that you saw I had, and now hear that I still have, that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure as a drink offering, upon the sacrificial offering of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. Likewise, you also should be glad and rejoice with me. I hope in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you soon, so that I too may be cheered by news of you. For I have no one like him who will be genuinely concerned for your welfare. For they all seek their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. But you know Timothy's proven worth, how as a son with a father he has served with me in the gospel. I hope, therefore, to send him just as soon as I see how it will go with me. And I trust in the Lord that shortly I myself will come also. I have thought it necessary to send to you Epaphroditus, my brother and fellow worker, and fellow soldier, and your messenger, and minister to my need. For he has been longing for you all, and has been distressed, because you heard that he was ill. Indeed he was ill, near to death, but God had mercy on him, and not only on him, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. I am the more eager to send him. Therefore that you may rejoice at seeing him again, and that I may be less anxious. So receive him in the Lord with all joy, and honor such men, for he nearly died for the work of Christ, risking his life to complete what was lacking in your service to me. that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already obtained this, or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction, their God is their belly, and they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like His glorious body by the power that enables Him even to subject all things to himself. Therefore, my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm thus in the Lord, my beloved. I entreat you, and I entreat Syntyche to agree in the Lord. Yes, I ask you also, true companion, help these women who have labored side by side with me in the gospel, together with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. I have rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. I have received full payment and more. I am well supplied, having received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent, a fragrant offering, a sacrifice acceptable and pleasing to God. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory for ever and ever. Amen. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brothers who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, especially those of Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Alright, that's the letter to the Philippians. The vision for this podcast is simply to read and meditate on the Bible and share this experience so that we can grow in Jesus together in this life with God. Thanks for listening and for supporting Beautiful Bible Podcast. Okay, be cool, be blessed, read the Bible. Peace out.